3: Oh, We're live! Welcome everybody and welcome to this week's edition of Swinging from the Hip. Um, Excuse the mess all around me, Um, that just basically just highlights the hectic life that I actually lead at the moment. Um, But it's been great to be able to come back onto the show and uh, and to host and um, to get my credentials redone as well so I can actually host the show. So that's all good. And uh, joining me on the show tonight um, is Taz. Taz, how are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Oh, yeah, absolutely good. And, uh, I've just been four days in Christchurch going to a wedding, so that's been good. And yourself, you b- get out and watched a bit of cricket or played a bit of cricket on the weekend?
0: Yeah, yeah I've, I kind of uh, filled in at the ring-in for one of our one-day teams and then yep. played uh, Indo-Kiwi on Sunday. Oh, you played so a bit of Indo-Kiwi bit of... on Sunday <laughs> yeah, too? Yeah, yeah, first game this season.
3: So. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Well, we will, uh, well, we'll try and get this um, truncated tonight as we have got... Um, the T20 between the black caps and Australia going on at the moment. So what we will do is we'll try and race through all our content today in about half an hour. You know, famous last words, half an hour. And then we can get back to watching a bit of the old T20 and see where we're at. Obviously, New Zealand, we're uh, struggling early doors. Three wickets gone early. But um, Glenn Phillips and Devin Conway hopefully have got us back on track to post something. I think we're going probably going to need something around – the 180 mark tonight to to sort of put a bit of pressure back on Australia when they bat. What do you think, Tez? 180 is probably a score we're going to need?
0: Yeah, it, it really depends how sort of the pitch plays, though. Like, you know, obviously we've just started and uh, lost couple of early wickets, and they've introduced a spinner in the, uh, the third over or second over, so um, early on. Um, yes. Yeah, probably halfway through the inning, we'll probably know if it's a good score or not. But no, 93, 93 for three of tw- uh, of 12. Uh, you would expect to score another 80, 90 runs on top of it. So. I was
3: going to say, look, I mean, I, I sort of think, um, you know, with T20 yeah. as a stretch, uh, you know, something you want to stretch yourself to is, is like you look at about the 12, 13 over mark and you sort of think, we want to score 100 of the last seven or eight overs. You know?
0: Yeah, you, you, for that, you've got to have at least one set batsman who bats through. Yep. And so we've got Conway, uh, one between Conway or Phillips back through the innings. If they're there for last two overs, then you would expect to score 100 of, or maybe 90 of the last eight overs, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's it's sort of like, and then if they do that, they'll be around that 170, 180 mark and maybe nudging 190.
0: Yeah, I think 180 is probably, I think that would be a challenging score there. Yeah, it Um, will be. And because it's obviously later in the day, so it might get on for medium paces later, I don't know. Um see how but, it I mean, goes. We've got, like, we've got, like, obviously, Trent Bold, who swings the ball, new ball. And yep. um, that's where, sort of, I think, if we can get early wickets, uh, you never know.
3: <laughs> well, unfortunately, it looks like Phillips has just gone. He's uh, skied one uh, up and uh, out out cover. And um looks like he's just been uh, taken hold by Stoinis, our friend Stoinis. Uh, he's picked up for 30. So, um, but Devin oh. Conway's still there. And, and as you said, we want that one-set batsman and everybody else to bat around him. So... We do yes. bat deep, and hopefully Stephen Conway can stick in there to yeah, help hopefully. set that score. Anywho, we'll move along, and as we say, um, we'll 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 try and go through what's been happening this week in um in the world of cricket, and the, we've obviously there's been a bit of uh, talk with the IPL with the auction, go you know, the player auction going on, but the PSL has actually kicked off, and three matches have been played um already in the PSL. We've got um in the first match. Um, actually, that's gone and shrunk the names. Um, this is this I is a think bit difficult for
0: Gladiators me.
3: and Karate Kings. That's it. Yep, and um, Karate King getting up in that one, and um, I'll just go through the results, and then we'll get you to have a chat about what 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 went down in each game, um, and then Multan Sultans were playing. Um, oh Jesus. This is rather frustrating. Islamabad United. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Islamabad. Yeah, that's your team. <laughs> and they got up. So they got up over the Multan Sultans and then um the uh, got over the um over Zalmi. Zalmi. Zalmi? Zalmi. Yeah, always yeah. good. Get... yeah. So um talk us through the games as you as you as, as in terms of what happened in some of those games. Maybe we'll start off with that uh, Karachi Kings win to start with.
0: Yeah, so obviously Kota um, batted first against in that in that uh, game and all out. And that's where sort of like, you know, they they were all out in 19th over with 10 balls to go. Um, Probably not. They probably knew that it's not enough runs and maybe they tried to push for it. Um, Chris Gale, um, 39 of 24 balls. So obviously he's back (laughs) because he actually hasn't had much luck or he hasn't scored enough runs in PSL so far. But he's changed the teams now. So he's been playing for, he was playing for Lunders and this time he's at Kota gladiators and scored 39 of 24 balls so there we
3: go ah sorry i'll get it up there in a sec the yep there we go I but i got me it. on the screen oh you can't yeah. see it oh, how's is that, is that how's that there we go is yeah, that better this
0: is perfect this is perfect. okay cool so i i guess like you know they've got a couple of power hitting like power hitters uh, azam khan and uh, ben cutting uh, unfortunately neither of them sort of kick on um, and Chris Gale, obviously, uh, Tom, they actually, if you look at the the team they've got, they've got like at least five guys who can score 150 plus strike rate. So yep. um, for that, like they've got a good combination there. Um, yes. But uh, I think just not enough runs. Um, I mean, it's like because it's a fresh track. So fresh tracks in PSL, you got to be 160, 70, probably 170 is the power score. Yep. Um, in my opinion, anyway, so this 120, um, just not enough runs on board,
3: no, no. And, and it's just like I say, Chris Gayle finally getting in amongst a little bit of the runs in the PSL, and nobody really stuck around with him,
0: yes, yeah. And and the most important thing for gladiators is like, you know, obviously, um, Chris Gayle has started well, and yep. usually when he starts well, he kind of you know, he, he, he goes well, you know, goes well, so, kicks um, on, gets that confidence yeah. up, yes, so yes, we yeah. then. So,
3: so then we got the Karachi Kings came in and um, really n- not not too much of a struggle getting to that score, obviously, you're in 13.5 overs.
0: Yes, yeah. I mean, if, yeah, that's the thing with, like, defending small totals. You kind of, you, you try to look to get people out early. So yep. um, they obviously, um, like, Nassim Shah went for a lot of runs. Kay Samad, Afghanistan league spinner. So he's their overseas player, and he went for a few. I mean, he did well in Big Bash as well in pass. So he's a decent yep. player. But I think once, once you're defending a small total, you try to sort of, I guess, like, you try to risk, take risks to get wickets. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, it didn't work out. But uh, I guess, like, you know, from the word go, you can't defend 126 without taking wickets. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you do try to take wickets, you kind of, like, you know, uh, go for
3: runs. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and conversely, as a batting team, because you're chasing a slow, uh, a small total, you sort of want to almost um see if you can knock a few off, get get some good overs under your belt early so that you can make it even less pressure on you? Or do you sort of like play it a bit more conservatively? Because, you know, if you don't lose wickets, you win the game.
0: Yeah, I guess like Shahjil Khan, he got out early, but he's someone who plays freely regardless. He's like David Warner. He's going to play his shots. Um, yep. Then Babar Azam, I mean, he's a world-class player. So I think, like, um, if, even if you look at the guys who didn't bat, Imad Wasim, Dan Christian, Amir Yamin, all three of them are like kind of all-rounders, but like who can bat? It is. So they yep. they have the depth. They had the depth. So uh, I'm not surprised they went harder. No,
3: and then basically moving into the um, second match, if once my screen stops jumping around. <laughs> there we, i'll just bring that up come on there we go and i'll put that up on screen and we've got the qualanders versus the zalmi, zalmi and um yes, yeah. yeah no i'll just oh if i get on the right i'm obviously very rusty at running the show <laughs> and uh the Zalmi putting on it not a again and a sort of just below average score at 140 for six Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like,
0: they do have um like decent bowling lineup. So uh, I'm I'm talking about calendars. They do have a decent yep. bowling lineup. So um, against that bowling, you know, you probably um, so Shaheen Shah really, especially the you know Rashid Khan from Afghanistan, yep. also playing. Yeah. So you've got two. You can you can say two world class T20 bowlers there. Um. So they have to score runs of the other three i wish they did you know because between <laughs> shaheen and rashid khan they went for 28 of eight overs yeah um so that only leaves you with like 12 overs so they kind of scored 100 and 112 of the those 12 overs you know which so, is not bad yeah exactly um <laughs> but para he... obviously scored the runs um again uh, But they uh, kamran akmal one of the top 3 has to go big uh, yep. imam haq again like you know he's been playing for pakistan of late uh Kamran Akmal has been extremely successful for Zalmi for a few years. Sure Malik, again, an experienced campaigner, and Heather Ali has recently been playing for Pakistan. So they have the, the kind of top heavy in terms mm-hmm. of the batting. Um, unfortunately, I said, like, um, Kalandas, like, you know, the new ball bowler, Shahin Shah Free, a the world class bowler. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's where sort of, um, t- I-, I guess, like, two world class bowlers in your bowling lineup for Kalandas, they sort of. Well- uh, Reduce them to 140, which again, like you know, not enough runs.
3: I was going to say, like when you've got eight, I mean, like yeah, you scored well off the three other bowlers, but when you've got uh, eight overs going for 24 runs, or you know, there thereabouts, yeah, you're lo- you're missing out on a lot of runs there, isn't it? You're missing out on a good 20-odd, no, 20 odd, 20 30 like, runs there. You know,
0: you can do that. You can you can do that. Like, say, if there were mm-hmm. like 28 of eight overs of those two bowlers, without yep. losing any wickets, though. So. Yep. So they lost three wickets as well, Like so, yep. to those two boy, guys. So which makes it sort of like, you know, you're not trying to go after Shaheen Shafridi or Rashid Khan, but you're yep. giving them wickets as well?
3: Yes. So, yes.
0: you know, Shaheen Shafridi, one for 14 of th- four overs, three for 14 of four overs. Three rovers. for 14, yeah. Yeah, so if he's gone for nine right- for 14, like Rashid Khan, that's fine. But that yep. means, you, you you know, obviously three of your batsmen, you know, sort of are in. So, yep. uh, it's a tough one, but uh, I guess, like, um, if you're trying to play out a bowler, like, for less runs, you don't want to give them wickets. And I think that's yep. where they yep. got it wrong there. Yep.
3: yeah, Absolutely. If you're... And so, then the uh, uh coming in and getting there pretty comfortably, you'd say. They lost a few wickets on the way, but well, pretty I comfortable. I mean,
0: Rashid Khan, uh, like, right at the bottom, if you see, 27 or 15 balls. So, that kind yep. of, like, um, obviously helped. Um, they needed 32 of four overs or 4.3 overs. They need 30 runs, 32 runs. So yep. um, it's still like around eight and over. Um, but this day and age, obviously, it's it's easily doable. And uh, Mohamed Hafiz has been in good form all, all year round last year. Like he scored a lot of runs last year. I think he was the top scorer in T20s all around the world last yep. year. So he just batted through and he didn't really need to push it because uh, Rashid Khan came and he just scored, you know, I was I going to say, he balls.
3: He's he's really has just made sure that he's um there's somebody at the other end, and it's um you know they haven't got two fresh batsmen coming in or anything yeah, like exactly. that. He's he just held up that end and obviously rotated strike to give the uh someone like Rashid Khan the strike to be able to do the damage.
0: Yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, they on at the top. If you see Fakhar Zaman, known to be a good like he's a fast scoring batsman. Uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately didn't score runs. So after actor, their captain, is again a big hitter. So no one really got going, but they didn't have to, eh? Like yeah, like if someone like Hafiz back through, um, and which he did, like, you know, um 140 again, not enough runs on board.
3: Yep. And that's what we're hoping Devin Conway does too. That's through. Anyway, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a digressing there. Look, I'm thinking it's not fair that Rashid Khan is so good with the ball and then comes in and hits ball, hits the ball around the boundary of the field as well.
0: <laughs> well the thing is with him i don't know if you've seen him bad lately but he's kind of like developed he hits in strange areas like he's yeah. unorthodox the way he he's hits
3: unorthodox. he's he's hugely unorthodox
0: yeah so you can't really set a field for him you know and yeah. like the last hit i hit outside off slow ball and hit i think he hit it off wide wide mid wicket for six yep <laughs> and it's like almost <laughs> a wide ball outside off and yeah, he right. still manages to do that so i guess like it's hard to set fields for someone like him And he just played his role. Like, you know, he had to score quick runs, which he did.
3: Almost what the game's inventing these days, isn't it? Batsmen that don't play orthodox shots, that can just get it into strange parts of the field, and then you can't set a field for it. And as a supporter, you pull your hair out going, what are you doing? Set the field properly. (laughs) (laughs) So we move along from that, and we go to our um, third match that's been played so far. And there we go there. Again, the, the old Sultans getting up to 150 for eight. Starting to get there, but still slightly below par.
0: Yes, yeah. I mean, um, I'm surprised, um, or um, I might I might not know the information about the team selections, but they actually have three leg spinners. So mm-hmm. Shahid Afridi, Imran Tahir from South Africa, and yep. um, Uzman Qadir, who's recently played for Pakistan and did well against South Africa. So they right. actually picked up three leg spinners. And they only played one, so,
1: right? Um, okay.
0: So, um, so I think they're probably a little bowling light because Chahid yep. Afridi and Saeed Anwar, seasoned campaigners, great bowlers, awesome. But like, there's not, you know, I mean, Carlos Breathway is an all-rounder, so it's kind of they probably lack the the depth in the bowling, in my opinion. Yep. Anyways, sure, um, sure. So yep. you, you either you have to have a like, you know, you ha- you have to have like at least, um. If you're playing, you've three league spinners, you should play at least two of them you know? <laughs> And T20 cricket. And, and Imran Tahir has been, like in past, ball number one bowler. So yeah. um, I'm not sure if he yeah. is not there yet or he's just been left out. But uh, Chris Lynn obviously didn't get a start, um, which we hope he would down the line. Um, Rizwan, the keeper and captain now, is a newly appointed captain of Multan, uh, Multan Sultans. Um, he's been in supreme form. Like he did score runs in New Zealand and he's scoring runs over there uh, yep. against South Africa and then now uh, in PSL. So he obviously gave them a really good start. Uh, your big hitters didn't really sort of show you the 3D. I don't know how many balls he had, to, you know, um, he got a chance to bet. Oh, he got out on first ball. First ball, um, yeah. Great yeah. weight. Kostil um, Shah, again known for a good finisher. So possibly they missed out on good. Fifteen runs, and in the end, probably that was the difference.
3: And that, you're right. And then, and you look at that. I mean, their internationals in their batting line up at the top. Chrislin, James Vincent, Riley Rousseau. Um, they want to get more out of those guys, even though Riley Rousseau got twenty five. But you probably want them to go on, don't you? Get it. Get that sort of like fifty plus score out yes, of that top yes, three. Yeah. That, yes, yeah, You got I mean, one at the top to help him out. Yeah.
0: No, fair call. Cool. I think that's a spot
3: on. And so then um, your team came through. <laughs>
0: Oh well, I guess. Tell us they, about your team. They made a sort of uh, uh, hard job of it, but <laughs> um, Alex Hale, again, like a world-class player. Shadab Khan, uh, in my opinion, batting a bit higher than he should, but he's been, right. he's improved his batting a lot. Power hitter Asif Ali, um, and if Ahmed didn't do obviously any good. Nine and one. Um, mm. Gregory, um, he's a bit of a surprise. I mean, um, he's uh, obviously a seasoned campaigner. So, 49 of 31. And I think they finished strong. Fahim Ashraf has been in good form, of late, so yep. um, he's just carried on with his his form. But if you look at the 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 team, um, they've got a lot of current in internationals currently right. that who recently, like you know, Hassan Ali just played for Pakistan. Zafar Gohar played for Pakistan not long ago. Fahim Ashraf currently playing for Pakistan. Ifsikhar Ahmed, Asif Ali played. So they probably got like you know the the, uh, the even the local the Pakistani guys they've got. All of them have played international cricket, apart from Muhammad Wazim at the bottom, in yep. last last six months. So that helps, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you've got a you've got a good experienced squad. That's especially when they've had some inter- international experience as well.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, and uh, like Phil Salt obviously didn't get going, but he's a he's a handy cricketer. I think they've picked the team well. Where they've um, got um, sort of their planning got a bit affected was Colin Monroe was actually meant to play for Islamabad. Right, and uh, he couldn't book the quarantine back into New Zealand, so he he sort of excused himself, yep. so he's not playing yep. um PSL. So, yep. uh, from what I think, look, if you look at the team, you can just slot in um Colin Monroe up there, yep, and yeah. it's just a complete team. In terms yeah, of, depression. yeah,
3: absolutely, yeah, just so people um that uh, at the moment, you're, you're quarantined, you have to get a voucher to get back into New Zealand um yes. and now that is out to august i believe before you can yes. actually book a slot in a quarantine hotel to get back into new zealand so if you imagine that the competition how long does the competition go on for six seven eight weeks oh no no this is this is probably three short. weeks oh really years, three weeks yes yeah, it's, it's a right. short window. Oh, oh, the, so it's even so you'd be finished by the end of march and then you'd be sitting around and um waiting for however long before you can fly back to New Zealand, a few months. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think and what, what Colin said
0: in, in, in his statement was that he was a little bit behind, and when he yep. tried to book, it was just too long of a wait, and yep. he just right. had to pull out. Yeah, Which absolutely. Which is a
3: shame, but... <laughs> and it would be a shame, because it's your team as well, and uh, yeah. <laughs> getting someone like a column... And, and he was doing very well for the Scorchers, wasn't he? He was actually... Um, it, it, was a, it, was a, it was sort of a little bit... Um... um different to the Colin Munro we know. He was he was actually playing measured innings for the Scorchers. Still a fantastic strike rate, but not just going hell for leather. He was actually um, batting through the innings uh, while he was playing in the uh, BBL.
0: Yeah, and I think that's probably, that's what I liked about him, like in, in Australia, mm. that he actually was trying to bat time. Time Because yep. in past he would go early. If he, yep. it works out well, he'll carry on. But um, I think if you look at Consistency. It was probably more consistent, you know. Yep. And yeah. And Yeah. Even without taking a lot of risks, he was still strike. His strike rate would have been 140
3: plus. Yeah, that's it exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, it's so, just like as, a, as a, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Colin Munro fan, and it's just like one thing that used to frustrate me is it's like, you know, one one he because he used to have those international hundreds or the the T20 hundreds, but then there was lean periods in between the big scores as opposed to consistent. Scores coming through, so the, as I said, the consistency in his score making and the BBL was great.
0: I mean, I guess like you know, this there's a there's, uh, there's a trade-off. Like he might not look as attractive as he used to. Yeah, you know? like playing all those shots like from the word go. But I mean, you know, more but, as consistent, you say, you know,
3: but his strike rate was, was still 140 160. Yeah. So exactly. Exactly. you know, rather than having every fourth or fifth innings where you're scoring at one hundred and eighty or two hundred, and you have one big score. It's much better to one forty, one sixty and being consistently yeah. getting scores in there because your team's gonna be make um performing a lot better as well.
0: Yeah, no, I think uh, like, you're spot on and he's obviously um he's kind of he's a pro, obviously he plays all around the world and he's has to sort of find a way. And I think this is the first time I've seen him actually trying to bat time, you know. Yeah which is this yep. is good, you know. And that's where I thought like he would do windows for Islamabad United this year, but unfortunately <laughs> Unfortunately.
3: Yes. Thank you, Covid. <laughs> <laughs> Well, moving along uh, to four trophies uh, resumed after the uh, Super Smash, T20 Super Smash competition here in New Zealand. And uh, this weekend we had our first rounds where the um, two teams that were playing played again. So they played over three days. They played each other twice. Um, We had Canterbury and Otago going at it. And um, Canterbury, uh, sorry, Otago. uh, Actually, hang on. I'll just make sure I'll get this right. Just get this here i'll share the screen bring the screen back up there we go and we've got down the bottom we've got um canterbury and otago uh it looks like otago getting up over canterbury and um quite convincingly actually if we That's bring on the saturday, bring. Yes. yeah that was on the saturday um i've just been um out, out of uh, i've been uh, away on at a wedding so i haven't kept up with all the happenings in the um of what's been going on the ford trophy but we can see here um Canterbury got bowled out in the first innings for 271 in the final over, in their final over. And um, no one, Tom Latham getting a good score of 63, but no one really going on. And um, if they had have held some wickets in hand, probably would have scored over 300.
0: Yes, yeah. I mean, I guess, like, you know, you need one for for scoring 300. You probably need one or two batsmen around 80, 90 mark at least, you know? Yep, absolutely. uh, But they didn't have a great start. They lost two early wickets. So I guess, like, keeping that in mind, it's still a good effort,
3: 270. Yes, and then basically Otago uh, coming along and um, all out for two hundred and seventeen. Or yeah, they were all out for two hundred and seventeen. Yeah. So they collapsed after Neil Broom and Anaru Kitchen, who got a good partnership together, and then the rest of them folded.
0: Yeah, I guess like you know uh, they probably got out not uh, yeah. I mean, just not at the right time. (laughs) They should have probably you know one of them had to bat through to win them. That's right. And yep. after that, you can see people have played like a dozen balls and something, but no one really got in. And they no, needed like, you know, when that partnership was broken, they needed like, I think, six and a half and over for last yep. 20 overs. Which usually this, this day and age is... Uh, that, that's exactly what I was going
3: to say. That's, that's pretty much the norm when you're chasing a score of around the 270. And that last 20, you're going to be chasing you, six if runs you over. If you look
0: at like after top, top four, like, you know, uh, Ripon is an all-rounder. Dale yep. Phillips is a young really young batsman Nathan Smith is an all-rounder then a keeper so they probably had a long tail in my yep. opinion Well, <laughs> you know they um, well, you got Mitch Clinigan coming in
3: yeah so quite Actually,
0: played with four genuine batsmen and then yep. all-rounders I yep. mean five genuine batsmen and then well, fact, uh, one two three three all-rounders so I
3: mean almost anaro kitchen you almost call an all-rounder as well he is an all-rounder See, as Ripon, well
0: he? Ripon was batting for them at 7 right and yeah he is at five which means that they're probably one one batsman, well, batsman short at the order yep. at least you know yeah so uh, that's why neil and like one of the two boys had to go through and neil or uh Andrew
3: kitchen uh, but yeah it wasn't to be and so um canterbury uh picking up the win there and that was followed Where's you I go gone yeah results. i was on fixture yeah, yeah yeah i was on fixtures wasn't i, I was like, ah, i'm getting all confused CD and Auckland. CD and Auckland. There we go. CD and Auckland and CD getting three hundred and nine for seven on the outer oval, and you'd sort of think that's going to be a good defendables total.
0: Yeah, I I guess like we all know that like the boundaries are not that big, and and depending on how used the track is, but generally it's uh, like yeah. I guess three thirty would be a par
3: score there. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yep. I mean, you got the mobile petrol station as part of the field, isn't it? Really? Yeah,
0: depending <laughs> on what bowling you've got, but still, you wanna you wanna be around like you know, three hundred plus at least to give yourself yep. a chance.
3: That's right. And so Auckland sort of come out and only for the loss of four wickets with three basically three overs to spare. Getting over the line. And the big one there is, um, I mean, obviously, uh, Sean Solia getting 121. But Cole Briggs in his debut match, 101 on debut. Well, fantastic effort from Cole. Young player. I don't know much about him. Have you have you come across his name at all? Yeah, yeah. So I was uh, Auckland under-19s coach about four years ago. So yep.
0: Cole uh, was part of it. Uh, William O'Donnell was part of it. Uh, gl- yep. uh, Glenn Phillips. So he's actually a keeper batsman. A keeper batsman. And, and, I mean, he was batting down the order. Um, maybe three, four years ago, and he's kind of pushed up the order for East Coast Bays and scoring runs. And I'm I'm glad that he got a got an opportunity to play, to be honest. And yep. he's just proved him, like you know, I mean, I've seen him bad but um, him him scoring a hundred has surprised a lot of people. Um, which doesn't mean that he's not good enough. It's just like why where was he before? You know, where was he?
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how old is so, he now?
0: He's what he's about 24? Like, he would be twenty three. I think it would okay. be around twenty three.
3: Yeah. Yep. Maybe twenty four yep. this year. Yep, and, and jumping ahead, he just missed out on a on a double on the weekend by one run. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and he's a, he's
0: actually he's a regular keeper as well. So that's um, yep. that's a plus for Auckland, like having another sort of wicket keeper batsman.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully they hold on to him. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want another f- uh, Finn Allen situation. So yes, yeah, definitely. Auckland, Auckland getting up over the CD in the first uh, match there, and we'll this time I'll hit the results button, and ah, oh, jeez. I should have rebooted my computer before I started this evening. <laughs> and that one there, the first one, uh, that one there. Here we go. ND and um, Wellington. ND probably, a, well, not probably, definitely a below par score at 205 off and not quite batting up there, 50 overs. And uh, again, apart from Jeet, it's great to see Jeet Raval amongst the runs there um, after his move down to Northern. But and Colin also moving down the motorway to Northern yeah. as well. So um, 2 weeks Auckland is helping out the Northern, but not too much else there.
0: Yes, yeah. I mean, I, I guess like it would be because Jeet's someone, like if he gets a big score, usually it's runnable. So yep. I assume that track might be slow or there might be some... Um, the pitch might not be as good as others, like like say, you know, yeah. usually uh, Eden Park or Because Jeet, if you see, whenever he scores big in one-day cricket... Usually it's mm-hmm. runnable. Yeah. Uh, so if he's like his striker is seventy-seven, uh, yep. which means that probably on the slower side. Yeah. Or um, probably on the slower side, I would say. So on a yep. slow date, like you know, you probably look to score around 240 to fifty, and and try to defend it. Yep.
3: Yep. Because Absolutely. no one else
0: really got. I mean, like Colin de Home obviously scored quick runs as he does. He um, does. But if you look look at look around, like you know, again, Katany Clark actually he's again he's the stroke maker he plays he scores quick runs but 30 20 of 38 balls again like a surprise so um it probably is it probably would have been a slower deck.
3: and yeah absolutely i mean like joe carter i think he made a few runs before christmas and the ford trophy yes. as well or, yes, or might have yeah. been the plunker shield so yeah it was obviously a, a, a tricky wicket to um to bat on but wellington made hard work of it getting there with one wicket to spare now we're in trouble early. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, um, I guess like in, uh, I think Wellington spinners took the wickets as well. But yep. uh, for, um, I think Walker is a spinner. But rest of the wickets are taken by the medium pacers or fast bowlers. Uh, yep. Phil Annan obviously got early by Kuglein, which is is a, you know obviously didn't help. They don't have uh, Conway anymore. Uh, obviously yep. he's playing for black caps so that doesn't help <laughs> because wellington's batting, like to be honest like in the apart from like finn allen who scored runs in t20s but yes. usually it's a conway scoring runs every single game you know yes and just people yes, back yes, around him and so, around
2: him
3: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. absolutely so,
0: uh, without him they still managed to sort of get through the total which was uh, because colson um new name he hasn't he has been playing but not as regularly Nope. So uh, two new guys, almost you know, relatively new guys have scored runs for them. Because Bracewell yeah, is it... there, Tom Blundell is there for a while. So if yep. you look at the names of scored runs, relatively new and good to see that.
3: Was um Bracewell was the t20 captain, wasn't he?
0: Because I've noticed just, that yeah. Troy
3: Johnson's down as the captain for the fifty over the matches.
0: One, base. yes, that's right, yeah.
3: And then the other thing that stands out, obviously, Chris Kugeline, uh, sorry, Chris Kugeline, Scott Kugeline, yeah. <laughs> not his dad, <laughs> um, yeah, giving Northern a chance there, picking up three wickets at the top of the innings. Yes, yes, yeah, and Verma as well, obviously. Verma as, well. as well, yeah. So, so they're like uh,
0: three for not many, but... Uh, three good for not many, many at all. There. Yeah, good part. And then basically
3: there. going back to... Um, so we're going through and then there was... I'll, just, I'll get, make sure I get back to results again. And then the return. I'm just making sure I'm on the return. Yeah, there's the return. And uh, obviously on the same pitch again. And this time, Rolls reverse. Wellington batted first and rolled in the 47th over for 188. Um, so obviously that pitch was a difficult pitch to bat on. Um, and Northern struggled through to 171 all out. So they weren't able to even with chasing only a score of 188 um weren't able to get there and Jeet Revol again top scoring for them with 37 though only this time yes
0: and and if it's a contrast between the two teams if you look at the the wickets so um obviously there's a run out out of 10 wickets for northern uh, yep. but out of the nine wickets five were taken by the spinners yes um and uh, so obviously they played a couple of part-time spinners and like one like a young husband is a general league spinner, and then yep. Jacob Pollard is a part timer. Michael Bracewell, obviously, is ball ten over, so he's more than a part timer, but like they play three spinners. If you yep. go up in the Northerns, so they have Amanji uh, I Drawal is like you know, he's under <laughs> a real part timer, there. yeah. <laughs> but Joe, Joe Walker is the only spinner, so they kind of Northerns were fast heavy and yep. the fast took the wickets, which is which is good. But the thing is, on a slow day your spinners kind of um, you have an advantage with spinners, and they only played one one spinner, so probably and it's that's surprising.
3: But it's a bit surprising, isn't it? Because Northern do have some good spinners uh, amongst their squad. So the fact that they didn't um, actually—I
0: don't know—it might be, might have been an away away tour, and uh, they've announced their squad actually, and they take it twelve times, You know, yeah, sure, sure, and, sure. Um, actually, let's have they a look. Obviously, unexpectedly, they, they don't know that um, sort of you know what the track will be like. So I think it is unwilling to so it's was it oh
3: there we go Basin Reserve yeah it's in the Basin yes yeah so
0: yep. um, I was not knowing what the track will be like and yep. Wellington knowing what the track will be like you know because all, they, all know, the fact is that they, they can call
3: anybody in can't they yeah. I mean, Northern yeah
0: this has got free scoring players so on a slow deck Wellington had a better chance
3: yeah yeah fair court like you know <laughs> they, they <won laughs> both the games <laughs> well hometown advantage that's what that's all about isn't it <laughs> So then, um, moving on to Otago Canterbury in the rematch there, and again Otago um, batting first this time and getting two sixty three for nine, probably happier with that score than they were in the first innings uh, first game that they played.
0: Yeah, so obviously they were chasing in the first game and they batted yep. first in the second one, uh, which kind of helps in, in a way that they can sort of set a target and then bowl yeah. to it. Um, with uh, Nick Kelly again, Auckland, Auckland ex well, one used to be in Auckland. Fast scoring player, and yep. Broom got a start, and Ripon uh, all rounder. He scored 70 odd. So I think yep. like they they probably they put together a decent enough total mm-hmm. uh, that they can defend. Um, yep. Bowling wise, um, obviously Matt Henry with three, and um, Todesco is playing. So yep. they played with two spinners. So I guess, um, but both went for some runs.
3: Run, well, yeah, they definitely went for some runs. Yeah, yeah, and then. Uh, um, Canterbury basically sort of no one really there's a starts quite a few starts there but nobody really going on as we talked about before when, you ch- when you're when you trying to get to those high scores around 270 300 300 you want somebody to go on and score 80 odd and nobody did that
0: I mean like if you look at like from the top like uh, Henry Nichols face 50 balls um, like like international players generally at, in, in domestic cricket when they come down when they bat they probably bat through or they've tried yep. to bat longer, um, yep. so um, and at run like, Yeah, I mean, not not like what I'm trying to say is like if they face 50 balls, they're in, you know. Yes. So they yes. probably you know look to go and, and 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 score quick runs. So I don't know sure. if it's the scoreboard pressure or um, it's just good bowling.
3: Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we look at the bowlers there because I've got um, we got Mitch McLennan coming in there for um, uh, Otago economical, now as well. Yeah,
0: Economical. He yeah, very for, economical. Like, three and a half.
3: Interesting. He didn't end up bowling out, obviously because Canterbury didn't end up finishing, so he would have been bowl- looking. They would have been looking for him to bowl that last over.
2: Last over, um, but yes,
3: yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, Michael Ray um, also very economical there. So they came on as change bowlers and put the brakes on.
0: Yes, yeah, and Jacob Duffy has got that like um, he's a uh, he just he's got knack of taking wickets, you know. <laughs> yeah. So he obviously the three wickets uh, and probably at the right time as well because Sean Davy was sick when he got them out so um I think within theirs I mean with Mitchell playing for them, they probably mm-hmm. got enough experience um, yep. as a bowling unit and I and yep. kitchen, like you know more than a part-time spinner even more Ripon than a, was a regular yeah. bowler probably yep. only ball five. So I think they did got the right mix for the bowlers if they've got a ball, them- they should be able to defend it.
3: That's a pretty experienced bowling line. I mean, when you got Duffy, McLennigan, um, uh, Ripon, and Kitchen, um, yes. and, and then the guys coming around that. So, uh, and then moving on to that final match that was played over the weekend. The repeat. No, oh, Jesus, done it again. Stop jumping around. Is <laughs> the Auckland versus CD, so Auckland batting first this time, scoring a very similar. Um, total to what they chased down at 311 for nine. Um, there's that 99 we mentioned from Cole Briggs, and yes. real unfortunate not to get that uh 102 in his first two matches. He would have uh, been, I think, they, they're mentioning one of like about three players that have scored hundreds in their first two um ODI type matches or not ODI but uh, 50 over matches. So, um, very close, but no cigar. But 99, great score again. And, um, again, top of the waters performing. Solia, Briggs, and O'Donnell um, really scoring the runs. And that means that there's no pressure for the batsmen coming in later just to have a go and get that score. Yeah, the thing is, like,
0: m- you know, moving. traditionally, auckland has got good finishers. And looking yes. at the names there, they're kind of not really, you know, like like in pass, if Auckland are, like, top order scores runs and Colin de Grandhomme comes at six, you know, and, <laughs> and just, you know, punishes the bowlers further. So yep. uh, I think like uh, they probably um, they don't have the the experienced finish as they used to. Um, yes. So top score had to score runs and they they delivered when when
3: really they deliver. they to, Yeah, you've got some of coming in pretty early there, isn't it? I mean, like I mean, some of good better but still I mean, in Ryan, terms Harrison, of... Ryan
0: Harrison, Ryan yep. Harrison, good young all rounder. But yep. that's what I'm saying. But they don't have the like they used to have the depth, like you know, in terms yep. of power hitting. So if and... you've got a good start, then you need good finish, you know.
3: Yeah, and uh, interesting one there, Ben Horne obviously maybe picked up an injury or something because Andrew Morrison coming in and keeping wickets.
0: Yes, yes. So, Andrew has been around on Auckland A-setter for a few years now. So, um, I mean, Cole could have easily kept, but he's scoring runs, so they probably don't need his keeping, and they can just uh, use another keeper. So, it's good that, you know, I mean, Morrison got an opportunity.
3: Nice. And then, uh, basically... Really, uh, apart from Will Young, nobody really um, sticking it around t- and um, really central. Bowled out before the forty-over mark as well for two hundred and eighteen. But knowing that they have to keep going, it's chasing three hundred even on the Eden Park outer oval. You have to keep um, keeping that scoreboard ticking over.
0: Yes, yeah, and at, at, uh, I assume that it's the second game on the same pitch, and they're playing in the second afternoon. So, like, the more the pitch is used. Slightly slower, it gets, you know? So, yep. um, I mean, Delport, like, a good left-arm spinner. So, he took, like, you know, out of top top five, he took three wickets. So, um, that probably, they, he probably put the brakes on.
3: Brakes on, and, yeah.
0: And uh, on a slow deck, obviously, it's hard to hit a spinner. And he's he's, yes. he's a decent spinner. So, um, but overall, I think, like, uh, it's a rel- relatively, well, not even experienced, but young bowling lineup. Uh, mm-hmm. For Auckland, young means they mm-hmm. like they haven't played a lot of games,
3: you know. Not, three, yeah, three yeah, yeah. Age wise, so. they might sort of have a, they might be a bit older, but they actually haven't got a lot of yeah, first class games under the belt.
0: Ross, Ross Ibrah was uh, one of the under nineteen boys in in my team three years ago, four yep. years ago. With Cole okay. Briggs and, and and these guys, so he's obviously would have been twenty three, but he's yep. only been playing since last year for Auckland, so he hasn't played a lot. So I yep. think overall, I think uh, apart from Will, Summerwell and Sean Solia, rest uh, oh, Lister has played a few actually. So they've yep. got a good mix of young and old, guys. Um, but good, good to see them defending the total.
3: Yeah, no. And uh, I, let's go back up the top. Uh, I'm not sure if I just quickly. Can you do this? Let's just see. We'll just bring up the table quickly. Just see. So obviously, as I said, split rounds are just coming back after. So we played one, one round now. Um, before or a few rounds before. Um, the break at Christmas time for the Super Smash. Um, we've got Canterbury, Northern, and Auckland at the top of the table, but it's, it's pretty tight. There's not much in it apart from Central, um, sort of lagging at the bottom. When you look at it from Otago to Canterbury, from 16 to 22 points, not a big difference, and still plenty to play for.
0: Oh yes, yeah. So last round, obviously, is going to be the key because yep. um Canterbury obviously looks like top three team. So one team goes uh, obviously in the final. Yep, and, and then so they have, they have a, an eliminator the but they they go ahead and then second and third team play that sort of...
3: Uh, Eliminate a match. Yes,
0: yes, yeah. And the winning team plays. So it's it's got, like, uh, it's close enough. Like, yep, points table look close enough. Um, I'm not too sure who is playing who next round, but I guess it will be a double header as, as yep. it was. So it'll be interesting how they finish, but good to see, apart from one team, the rest of them are all, like, in their, you know, in the mix. With Usually a shot, like, yeah. You know, one or two teams just go so far ahead. That yeah, just, you know, people lose interest in that in, in the sort of you know the competition. So.
3: absolutely, I mean, I, I you know, Super Smash sort of sort of became a little bit like that. Where uh, Northern came back into the Super Smash a little bit once their Black Caps returned, but if they hadn't of it was basically the three finalists had um, pretty much been decided. <laughs> so it gets a bit yeah okay, well, we don't need to follow that anymore. So um, that's basically uh, the Super uh, the Ford Trophy. Sorry, um, sort of matches covered off. Um, and just to give you a quick update, New-, New Zealand have uh battered their 20 overs. Devin Conway unfortunately um left one short on 99 um, for his 100, so he's getting through to 99. So uh, we talked about somebody having to go through, he's done that, and that's meant that New Zealand have ended up on 184.45, which is a, 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 a well above par total, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, like we just—I think the first six overs will will pretty much, you know, sort of if we get a couple of good early strikes. Yeah, uh, I think it's 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 we are in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, because it's evening, so Bolt hopefully Bolt and um, Southie both swing the ball. So if we yep. get if because that's the thing with Australian, they they've got strong base and they hit through the line. Yeah. Uh, if it is swinging, like someone like Bolt who can obviously take it away and bring it in. To right-handers um, it's gonna be like I think it's it's just the skill you know it's gonna be the uh, sort of test of the skill and hopefully we get a couple of early wickets and we're in it
3: put some pressure on them absolutely that'll be good so um, moving on to our sort of uh, final sort of matches uh, that we'll go over tonight um, India obviously um, won the last Test match against England um, obviously a bit of, let's just cover right that off very quickly. I think, you know, after your 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 explanation and Taryn's explanation last week, when we look at it, you know, there's a lot of talk about the pitch was I suppose I, I will use an emotive word, doctored by the Indians to to suit them. And you might say, Yeah, look, it, it, it they, they did set up a pitch that suited them, but at the end of the day it wasn't so much that the pitch suited them, it was the fact that they used to those conditions. And so they they were because they scored three hundred plus in that second innings for themselves after Indian got uh, England got rolled, and then yeah. England got rolled again in the fourth inning. So it wasn't so much a case of the fact that it was an unplayable pitch; it's just the fact that because they play so often on those conditions, they know how to bat in on a pitch like that.
0: Yes, and and I think one thing is like even after like first innings, the focus was off cricket, and people just started talking about the pitch so with that mindset england would have always struggled yeah you know it's like yeah it's just like same pitch for both the teams you know so um i i understand that it's like you know obviously it was a pitch more suited to india but like look i mean when Pakistan comes, they usually play first test match in, in Dunedin, you know, freezing cold.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, look, we've, we've always, we've, I mean, like, it, it, with global warming, we don't have that problem anymore. But, you know, I remember back in the 80s when, in, in, as a kid, and this is like, oh, you got to play the first game in Dunedin. So they freeze, they come out with three jumpers on. Yes, you can't, exactly, how can yeah. you move? How can you move with three jumpers on? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I think,
0: like, everyone, every team sort of uh, country tries to do that to their advantage, and uh, yeah. but you pick the teams accordingly, you know, so England yeah. has taken enough spin ballers, um, they've taken enough batsmen of good spin bowlers. you just have to, as we were talking about before, Ford Trophy, like Northern Districts went to Wellington and the Wellington. Tacks were probably on the slower side, you know, <laughs> and uh, Wellington had a chance to pick their team, like, because they're local, but Northern <laughs> District didn't, you know, so uh, it's just like you have to it's just you just have to play with what you've got, and uh, yep. as long as focus is on cricket and things you can control. So the pitch, England didn't have any control on, over the pitch. So yep. the less they worry about it, the better it is.
3: I mean, like you know, you, you the and the thing is that like really, as you, you know, you've alluded to it, the reality is is that England's focus became about how they'd been undone by an uh, unfair pitch. As opposed yeah. to focusing on how to bat on that pitch. And I remember a, a good example of that is when the Black Caps went to Sri Lanka and uh, Ian Fleming, no, not the Bond guy, Stephen Fleming scored his 277. And yes. they worked out a plan on how to play Murali in Sri Lanka. And that was basically to sweep the ball. And yes. they set themselves up to do that. So realistically, it's bad planning on England's behalf. They knew that they were going to come up on a pitch like this at some stage, if not yeah. early on. They should have been planning and getting ready to play on a pitch like that. Yes, come and, and look, I mean,
0: England England has taken a spin bowling coach as well, and uh, Jeevan Patel.
2: Jeevan Patel. So yeah.
0: I guess like they've they've got it's just like the their bowlers are not experienced enough. You know, mm. I mean, my 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 bowled well. I mean, he went for runs, but he took nine wickets eight or nine wickets.
3: But uh, he's, he's gone now, so... Um, Can you... Look, I don't understand. I read... So, okay, so the match is over and there were some comments around Maui Nali and, you know, how he he hasn't been... Something's gone down. I don't know what's going... Do you know what's happened there? I mean, what's so, the story? Why uh, is he on his England, way home?
0: What England is doing is, like, they're, they're doing a rotation policy.
3: And right. they are uh, at the
0: discretion of players and board, like, you know. So it was decided beforehand that, Moin will be leaving after this test match. So it, was, it wasn't it was like a news. It was basically mm-hmm. that was going to happen. Uh, so yeah. he actually came, when he came to India, he uh, he had Corona virus. So he had to, or, or Sri Lanka. So he had to be quarantined for 15 days and he was supposed to play this test match and leave. So that's what he did. So I don't think it was any change of plans. It was things going as planned. I mean, they rested Butler after the first test match. So I think it was all planned how it is but for some reason uh, obviously Joe Root looked frustrated because he really wanted Moin to stay
3: <laughs> And rightly well, so you know. Joe Root's frustrated, Moan Ali's frustrated. He did obviously didn't want to go home. I, yeah, well, I'm my impressions, sure. so I could be wrong. Case. I could no, be wrong. I, I yeah. don't think
0: that's the case. He, he he wanted to go home because he he obviously um, he he obviously had coronavirus on the tour and then You know, I mean, like, once you know when you're leaving after a certain game, you just, you know, you plan that way. Um, But, I mean, if he wanted to stay, I'm sure he would have stayed. Yeah, sure. So, I think it's just um, he carried on with the original plan.
3: So, it's going back to sort of rotation then. I mean, like, I, I mean, I know, ironically, I host the cricket show, but I actually know more about another sport, and I hate the rotation that they do in the other sport. I'm seeing England, who, at the start of this tour, needs to win games to make it to the World Test Championship Final, and they're doing rotation. Surely, surely, you don't do rotation. You're trying to reach a a pinnacle, and you play your best team to try and get a result that gets you to that pinnacle.
0: Yeah, I think like this year is a bit different though, like with, with, with obviously COVID and all that stuff mm-hmm. and there's a lot happening in players' lives, you know. It's not the same as as usually is. Sure. They always had the rotation policy, but this year because, the you know, they're away from their families, quarantined, and I do play it's professionals, but for their mental health, and I think the focus has been on like, you know, welfare of the players. They yep. kind of um, planned it that way. I understand why they're resting fastballers in India. Like, you know, yep. I can understand that. Yep. Yeah. Um, why they're rotating spinners or even keepers or batsmen is uh, beyond my understanding but I see (laughs) that they were uh, on tour to Sri Lanka before they went to India so it's a long like time away from the family and um, I mean Joe played all the games so I think they're still sort of trying to keep the nucleus of the team while they're rotating the players
3: yep okay well that brings us on to um the next tour game I'll just uh that's going to be played in um, Ahmedabad in uh, starting in a couple of days day nighter what what are you what are you expecting to be a little bit different i mean uh, we, we talk, we're gonna be another pit spinning pitches not it really
0: yes I mean I guess like um I, it depends what time they're starting if the starting times are like say uh, afternoon... Two o'clock. So I'm, I'm um, guessing about two o'clock. No, if it's Australia, then you go by. that part of the world gets dark around thirties. Six 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 thirty. So yep. or maybe earlier. Like yeah, like northern Pakistan, where I'm from, like um, in February, it's around maybe around six six thirty. It gets dark. Mm-hmm. So I assume that will be similar, or maybe less or more around in in India. So yeah, more um, than half an, an hour. You, the temperature actually drops a lot at night. Mm. So I'm not mm. too sure how late they're... If they're starting late, which means that due might be a factor. But I'm yep. um, I i mean, I'm not too sure starting time. But if starting time is 2, um, due might play some factor in it. So 2 means, uh, what, uh, 9.30 New Zealand time?
3: Um, so it's saying, I mean, obviously it's bringing up the t- start time for New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, it's 10pm our time that it's starting.
0: So that's... Uh, so they probably are starting... Hang on. So it's seven and a half hours ahead. So they're starting at 2 30 there. So definitely yeah. last session would be yep. at night. Like, yep. like night means like really dark night, you know? Dark, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so it's probably.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. So, I mean, um, again, like, you know, it's with a wet ball, or if it gets mm. wet, mm-hmm. uh, it would be interesting. But it definitely it will probably give more chance to swing the ball in the evening when the temperature drops as well. So it'll be, it be interesting how it goes.
3: And then there will be some because of the bit of bit of moisture in the air but a bit more swing
0: yes yeah i I don't know if it's it's going going to be humid there at this time of the year but um um, generally there's more dew this time of the year so um they did a world cup ages ago i mean last two world cups there so 96 world cup was a good example where the dew became second inning was hugely affected by dew
3: you're right, well, and we are picking sort of uh, do we, we do we expect a bit of a fight back from England in this one, or do we think yeah, that India will so actually cruise on they, now? They
0: they are playing Jimmy Anderson, who who swings the ball, you know, mm-hmm. and yep. uh, that's where sort of you need to get early wickets with the fast and then your spinner come in. Um, like he's a skillful bowler, and uh, he got break for a game, so I hope that like especially if you know it's a day someone like him might be able to take some early wickets and come back later and take some wickets. So I think him playing would be a huge advantage to England. Um because like on a on a if if the, it's another like spinning track, you know, like the spinners are not experienced enough to exploit mm-hmm. the conditions or yep. not experienced enough in those conditions. So you need your mm-hmm. fastballer to take a few wickets. And yep. I think someone like Jimmy probably will. Yep. So it'll be yeah. interesting I, It'll be interesting. Rohit like Sharma. You... Rohit Shirma is, um, I mean, I mean, he's a great batsman, but against a red moving ball, you know, you've got a chance. You know, you've got a chance to get him out early. And I think who, who else? I mean, Jimmy Anderson is probably the best guy to do it. So,
2: oh, look,
3: you, you look at that first test when he was basically bringing it back a long way from outside off, and um, as you say, you take a Rohit Sharma, who's with the way that he plays and the shots that he does play. There is that gap between bat and pad.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. And and as like a swing baller would probably can get him out early, Because yep. someone who bats, he just bats so well, you know, so if you don't get him out early, you sort of, you know, he's kind yep. of like who scores quick runs as well. So, um, I mean, if, if Jimmy Anderson gets him early, uh, that means that your colleagues and other guys are er, in early with a new ball. That will be yep. interesting.
3: No, absolutely, and the, toss,
0: and the toss is quite vital in India, you know. Um, you know, it's been like both the games, uh, the team won the toss, won the
2: game, <laughs> won the game.
3: The, so we we call the game off as soon as they have done the toss and just say award the game. To... <laughs> no, so we look forward to that. That um, as I said, starting in two days' time, and just before we wrap it up, as we expected, I was trying to get the show done in half an hour. It was never going to happen, was it? Um, but we'll try and get it done before the second innings starts for Australia. Um, just to wrap it up the show um kyle Jamison, great to see um the recognition effectively that's what it is with recognition for him uh, and what he's achieved in the year and to be picked um and and to uh, basically was it 2.8 million dollars new zealand that he'll get paid if he plays every single game every single minute which we know won't happen so but you know at the end of the day, that's the value that's been put on him and uh, well deserved
0: Oh, I guess so. I mean, he has a phenomenal last 12 months. Like, if you look mm-hmm. at the, and if every format he's played, he's just done so well. And he, yep. done, he did well against India as well, so that helps, you know. <laughs> Overall, I think he's, uh, I mean, he's been um, the fine for New Zealand, like, you know, yep. I mean, since he sort of came onto the scene. Because, uh, like, again, like, you know, not, like, never had a reputation. Mm-hmm. but he sort of consistently sort of uh, scored um, and obviously took wickets and and he's actually quite handy back too you know? oh he's a very uh, handy bat, isn't he very yeah, handy bat. Yep. yeah so i think it's a good package i was still surprised that he went for, for right. You know, yeah because it's just not that it's just like he hasn't played cricket there
3: uh, i was just gonna say he hasn't toured i mean australia he went to australia but he didn't play in australia really yeah i don't think um so he hasn't really toured anywhere he's only played in new zealand and new zealand conditions
0: Yes, yeah. And especially in India, like, where the boundaries are short, um, the players got different skill set and everything. Um, But, I mean, based on his international stats, probably that's why they've, you know, someone... Because what's happening is, like, people, like, the the owners pencil out or the coaches pencil out a few players Mm -hmm. and they can switch. I mean, Morrison, like, went for the well, like, obviously the highest ever paid player. So I think, like, uh, if... If Jamison is the right guy for the team, they probably can push. And
3: I think that's what happened. Yes, absolutely. And and I I sort of think, you know, one of the things I look at Kyle Jamison and and just because of his height, he can take the pitch conditions out of the equation because he can make a full ball bounce up high. You know, he can get that bounce out of the pitch even with a full ball. And the only thing that you can't, it's not something you can learn in your game or bring to your game. You only get that because you've got height to be able to enable you to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess like high release point is a positive, but the thing is like a, if a tall baller guy misses a yorker, yep, it's easy to hit, you know? Yeah, because, yep. like, you know, because of the bounce Because of the bounce. It just comes yeah, nicely on the back. So yep. it's just like, uh, and uh, the thing is like with the, with the guys like him or the guys who are coming up and doing well, it's like how they keep on improving. Yep. Because people would have plans for him, because they've mm-hmm. seen enough videos and everything. they would have plan for him. So how fast he moves on and improves is the key.
3: I think you know that's the thing that's impressed me about him and his progression in a year is the fact is that you know when he came back from Australia, he spent a lot of time on the bench, but he spoke to a lot of the Australian bowlers and learned he changed sort of the way that he attacked the crease in his bowling you know, as opposed to running. And he's really started to, the Australian bowlers that, well, you just go hard, you just go run and you run hard at the crease and you bowl fast and you put everything into it at the crease and it's all momentum just leading up to it. And so he, he, he actually changes um, bowling style a little bit to do that. And um, it seems to have actually paid dividends. And I think that's something that he'll carry on doing. He's got that work ethic to keep developing his game and looking at where he can improve. And he keeps that sort of mentality up then it means that he'll be able to evolve, which, you know, all top players have to keep evolving, don't they? Because if you stand still, everybody watches those videos and works out a plan against you.
0: No, exactly. And that's why I'm saying that that's the that's the big challenge for him is, like, now how he can sort of carry on improving the way he is. And um, fair play is, you know, good. Oh. Southie
3: strikes, Finch gone, court Conway There you go. He's having a great day. So... <laughs> No, I mean, just to wrap that up, um, the other thing I like about Kyle Jamison being sort of selected with all those dollars is the fact is that in one sense, it also highlights that, you know, New Zealand cricket's being recognised as playing. Now, you know, we've been, we're at the top of the tree in test matches. We've been there or thereabouts in the one day as in T20s, you know, there or thereabouts. And it's good to see that, um, recognition coming through to saying that there's some New Zealand players that are capable of playing that top-level cricket, and um, they're being looked at.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, that's that just helps that New Zealand is doing so well, you know? Yeah, uh, in the profile. The, in the Wanderers and, and Test Cricket, so fair play.
3: No, that's cool. Hey, look, um, I won't hold us up any longer because I said we've already missed out on a Devon Conway special. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's go out there and see if Tim Southey and uh, Trent Volk can pick up a few more early wickets to put them in some uh, trouble. Thanks, Taz, for joining me um, yeah. uh, on the show tonight and uh, well, hopefully we'll get you back again next week and uh, thanks to everybody that has tuned in. Simon, hi Simon <laughs> and Aaron joining us now and he's probably a little gone back to the TV. But thanks to you guys out there for watching and We'll see you again next week on Swinging from the Hip where we'll bring you some more of what's going on around the
1: cricketing world. Thank you.
3: See
0: you.